We're getting close to school days. We haven't had school days in the last two years because of the pandemic. So it's hard to remember what exactly those days were like. You don't know how to handle everything as a mom and you feel lost. You used to hang out with your school girl or boy every morning until their short online classes started. But now what? You wake up when they're supposed to be ready and everything is busy. You need to pack lunchbox says you have struggles with them going to bed earlier and that's a big change from what your daily life has been like in the past few months. Now it's time to handle it mama. Let's start getting ready for the school days together. Be the best version of yourself mama. I'm Mahsa Rezaei and welcome to Mamanist. A nest for mother moms who are eager to achieve a simpler, more intentional life. In this podcast, we're going to rewrite the script and reinvent the culture of motherhood together. Remember, becoming a mother is the beginning of our prosperity, not forgetting ourselves. A fulfilled, healthy, confident and productive mom is all we need to be to guarantee our family's future. I'm on a mission to make you feel empowered and less overwhelmed. We'll focus on productivity, parenting, mindfulness, minimalism, sustainable lifestyle, financial awareness, besides family wellness. I'm here to help you broaden your horizon and gain clarity on showing up as your best mama self. So let's build you up today. Let's dive into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast episode of Mama Nest Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about preparation for the school days. Maybe it is a good title for the podcast to be back to school routine because it's post-pandemic time and, uh, you know, we have not been um, in the schools. I mean, no, not, um, for example, the parents and not the kids for two years and everything was uh, on online platforms, the kids even didn't have any sense of being in a group at school or anything like that. And that makes it a little bit weird because we have forgotten about the sense of school days. And if it wasn't even um, post-pandemic time, it was also a bit hard because it's the end of a long school break time. And so we all need some sort of preparation. And with preparation, everything can be more smooth and, um, you know, it can be more enjoying, but if you don't get prepared for that, we might have some challenges, especially in the very beginning of the school days. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through three sort of preparation, emotional preparation, physical preparation, and systematic preparation so that it can help you in any ways to um, facilitate the school days and um, enhance the quality of, I mean, your experiences about the school days and uh, specifically for the kids. So um, without further ado, let's dive into this, I mean, system of preparation because I want to keep this podcast episode very short and sweet. I know that you're very, very busy these days doing everything and, you know, preparing for everything. So maybe you're grabbing this podcast episode while you're doing the laundries and at the same time, I don't know, I mean, uh, do the cooking and stuff like that. So uh, I hope that in 20 minutes or less, I can um, wrap it up 
and they can, I mean, give you the, the, the insights that you need in order to be even more prepared. So in the emotional preparation phase, I do think that we need to work a lot. It's very, very important to be emotionally prepared, both for us as parents and the kids. Um, because, um, you know, I told you, it is very strange feeling. Um, the kids might not have any sense of the school days. And at the same time, we were getting used to being at home in a safe environment with the kids. Um, but now they're going outside of the home. They're going to make friends. We don't know exactly what, what is going to happen. We're, at the same time, we may be a little bit, I mean, worried about the, the viruses and stuff like that. So it's very important for us to be emotionally prepared. So what are my suggestions in this phase? I think in the first place, we need to talk about the school days and the structure of a day uh, in school with our kids because they don't, uh, they don't have any idea about the school days. So what are the things that are going to be happen in a day um, for the kids? From the very beginning of the, the mornings, when they enter the school, uh what is going to happen then the then um at at the classes what is going to happen with the t teachers um there are for example three times um three courses in a day i don't know what uh, ever structure that is there so please try to talk about them maybe you want to read storybooks for them maybe you want to paint for them anything that can help you to just stimulate what is going on in the school days because it's going to help them in a ton of ways to be prepared emotionally because when things are unexpected people feel that it is i mean um not convenient for them so they might feel i mean scared or anything but when they know that okay what is going to be happen uh to, to be happening in in the in their days so they're gonna um, accept it even, I mean, uh, more straightforward. So that's a very good suggestion for that. And if you can, you can have a walk around the new school with the kids. Um, and if you have the, the opportunity of, I mean, showing inside the house before the school days begin, it's also a very good, I mean, um, thing for them. And, uh, what, are, what if, one of the other things that you can show them when you're, I mean, having a walk around the new school is that, for example, tell them, okay, this is the entrance of the school. This is the place that, I go, that I'm going to pick you up. This is the place that you're going to meet me at the end of the day. Um, maybe you can, I mean, talk about the places that she needs to wait for you. He needs to wait for you. Uh, talk a little bit about the strangers, the boundaries that they need to have with the strangers. Maybe it's a little bit weird for them to meet new people. So it's very good to talk with, I mean, um, the stuff, the, the stuff that they're going to expect in the school. And one of the other things that I think emotionally they need to be prepared for is to making friends. Um, at school. So talk about making friends, their criteria for making friends, because um, socializing is a little bit difficult for the kids that were raised up in the pandemic. So uh, they didn't have that much friends around them. They didn't have the chance to socialize with other people. And so it's very important 
for them to make new friends, to experience a lot of things uh, through socializing. So help them, talk with them about the criteria that they should have, about the, the ways that they can start talking with other people so that they can make friends. And this can help us in a ton of ways. And uh, if you can, uh, go and get in touch with the teachers, introduce yourself as the mommy or the daddy of the kid and tell them that you're going to be very supportive in the, the year ahead. And so any problems, any challenges, any stuff, they can, I mean, uh, can keep in contact with you. So it's a very great support for the teachers as well. And also you um, think about the school days yourself and just uh, be pre prepared emotionally you know I, I can totally totally relate to that um, we're getting used to having our kids beside us at home it's a very safe environment but now we should let them go to the school and it's a little bit unsafe to us but we need to just handle it with ourselves emotionally maybe thinking about it maybe planning for it maybe i mean even the fact that we're getting prepared for those days uh, makes us emotionally more strong so i mean stronger so that's also the thing that i wanted to mention and you know uh, you need to be creative in the emotional preparation phase you might have some other suggestions so go for it be creative and do whatever you think it is needed for them to be done so in the second phase of preparation physical preparation um i think a lot of us are very good at this phase buying the stationary goodies with your kids um, and try to you, try to do it together, prepare their clothes layout. It's all the things that we do regularly on a regular basis. But what other suggestions do I have for you is to change the room decoration for the, uh, for your kid based on their new needs and demandings. So it's uh, good for them uh, to just know that this is a new chapter of their life. They need to be prepared for it. They're going to do some sort of other things like, uh, I mean, studying, like doing the assignments and stuff like that. So maybe you can change the decoration so that they also get this, I mean, feeling of changing and entering the new chapter of life. And it's very good to do it with them. I mean, asking about their opinion and try to implement their opinion as well. Um, and... Uh, one more suggestion that I have in this phase is that you also can do some sort of decoration change for your own room or your own place that you study or read books or stuff like that so that they also get, okay, mommy is also with us, mom is also, I mean, changing like us and so it, keep, it, it makes them feel a little bit more convenient with the new changes that are going to happen. And uh, so... One other suggestion that I have in the physical preparation phase is to search about the snacking and the options for feeding at school. So do the school offer, I mean, um, snacks or lunches or you need to prepare them. You should know about that. And if it is the case that you need to do that, so you need to prepare to be prepared for them as well. So in the next phase, which is the systematic preparation, we're going to do something for the foods and stuff like that too. And uh, so before entering the systematic preparation, I wanted to tell you that um, well, it's very good to be emotionally prepared. It's even better to be uh, prepared physically. But 
you know, in order to just have a kind of uh, sustainably satisfying experience with the school days, we need to be systematically prepared to, we need to have systems in place, routines in place. Otherwise, uh, we may start even good, but we don't, I mean, uh, continue with this way anymore. So we need systems in place, we need routines in place so that everything happens on a routine basis. And uh, I've told you hundreds of times about the systems and routines and the necessity of having them because it can help us to um, I mean to to decrease the burden on our shoulders, to decrease the amount of mental load on our brains to think about a lot of stuff. And when we have a routine for everything, it seems that it is a kind of automation and so everything goes automatic automatically on its place. So what are the systems that we need to be prepared for it? I'm going to walk you through four systems for the school days that we need to be prepared for them and just have systems for them. So the first one is a meal management system, okay? So uh, we have talked about the snacking and options for feeding at school and the fact that we need to investigate whether the school has off uh, I mean has any offers for that or not or whether we need to prepare everything for them so after we get I mean that information whether we need the to prepare the snacks and lunchbox for our kids or for example just the snacks or for example just the lunchbox or none of them I think we need a meal management system for the school days because um, I don't know if you have any the same experience or not. The kids come out of the school and the immediate, um, their immediate question from the moms um, is that, mommy, what do we have for lunch or what do we have for dinner? So they expect moms that uh, now that they've been far from us, they've been, for example, at school whole day. So now they should have, for example, the best meals ever prepared for them. And they're going to have very good experience with the foods at home. So they have some expectations from the, from the parents and from the, the family to prepare everything for them. So it's very good to create a meal management system in order to just handle everything because I know that it's a little bit stressful at the end of the day when you are going to, for example, pick them up where when they come home and you feel a little bit stressed out. Okay, uh, would they like this food? Would they, I mean, I mean, eat it or, or anything? Or if you provide them with the lunch boxes, would they like the food that you have packed for them or not? So um, for those of you who have been here in Mama Nest for a long time, you know that I have a meal management system that I offer in Mama Nest workshops, podcasts, and anywhere um, that's extra, extra, extra helpful for any, I think, busy woman to just have it. It can help you to not ever think about what to eat, what to cook, what are the ingredients, where where is my shopping list and stuff like that. So everything is automatically done. And so if you are curious about that, please go to episode 12, 13 and 14 about this meal management system and try to just, I mean, implement it at home. But uh, just a quick gist of the meal management system is that 
Um, maybe it's a very good time for you and your kids together to create a, fa a favorite family list of recipes or foods or meals. Um, the things that they like to have on a weekly basis. So, for example, pick 10, pick, I don't know, even five of the meals and then uh, create a kind of meal planning system, maybe a kind of menu board or anything. And for the week ahead, please plan your meals. Because in this way, you're 100% sure that your kids are, I mean, um, your kids like the food that you're going to cook. And so they don't have any problem after school when they come home. They don't have any problem with the foods when they sit on the table. So um, it's really important for your kids to have a say. So now that they agree, okay, we're going to have these foods in the week ahead. So uh, you don't feel ever stressful again and that's um, extremely helpful so please go through the meal management system on episodes 12 13 14 and if you don't have time for the whole system to be implemented just uh, go over and meal plan uh, with your kids because in this way you're going to feel even better so this is about the meal management system and even about the snacks you can also ask um, them about the options so that you can be prepared, I mean, by buying the ingredients and stuff like that for their expectations. Okay, um, this was about the meal management system that I think you need to have a system for it. But for the other systems, um, I think we need to have a morning routine because it can help us um, in a ton of ways to feel, I mean, um, less stressed out, less overwhelmed in the mornings. You might have a morning routine now with your kids, but you need to redefine it because the situations and the boundaries and circumstances has changed now. So, uh, I have a I have an approach in designing a morning routine that I have talked about it in episode I think thirty three. But here for the school days and for the kids. Um, I can modify it and just tell about the, the system for creating morning routine um, like this. First of all, you need to talk about the ideal morning structure with your kids. Do they want to have breakfast with the family? Do they want, for example, to do something before going to school, watch any TV or anything? Just try to talk with them and agree uh, on a structure for morning um for a good morning uh i mean um routine together so that you know exactly what you're going to do every morning so now that you understand okay what is the uh, ideal morning structure is uh you need to just have an estimate how long does it take to do all of the things that you and your kids want to do in the mornings and with their company, reverse engineer the time they need to wake up. So what is the time you need to be out of the house based on the tasks you need to do? Just calculate the time that you need to wake up. Okay, so for example, your kid want to be out of the home at 7.30. And there are some of the things that your kid and you have decided, okay, they need to do in the mornings. So when you're calculating that, you would understand that, okay, uh, she or he is going to, I mean, uh, wake up every morning at 6.30 in order to do all of them. So now you should decide whether you want to shift around the tasks and, for example, share some of the tasks in the nighttime routine so that you can wake up, um, I mean, later or no, she want to keep the structure and she want to wake up at 
6.30. So it's very helpful to do this process with them so that they can understand, okay, this is the necessity why they need to wake up at that time. And so they're going to be less reluctant to waking up earlier and going to bed earlier. So together, adjust the wake up time based on what they need to do in the morning routine and write it down. Write it down. Be creative in this stage. And maybe you can even, I mean, uh, draw something on uh, like flashcards and create a kind of flashcards of routines for them so that they know, okay, when they wake up, they need to brush their teeth. They need to, for example, I mean, dress up. They need to have breakfast and they need to, for example, do this and that and they, they can leave the home. So what is the morning routine for you look like? And... Uh, for the wake-up time, just agree on a time with um, your kid and then you're good to go. So the third routine that you need to redefine is the nighttime routine. I can totally relate to that, that a lot of kids these days are used to just um, going to bed extra, extra late. So now they need to change and... In the previous stage, they are, I mean, a little bit mentally prepared for the fact that they need to go to bed earlier. But um, with the, the, I mean, exact ex estimations that you had in the previous stage, they're going to understand, okay, this is the time that they need to go to bed because they need a full, a full night rest before going to school because otherwise they're not going to be concentrated enough. So, for example, if your kid decided to wake up at 6.30 every morning and, for example, your girl or boy needs 10 hours of sleep, so that makes it like 10.30 at most, for the time that they, uh, oh, sorry, 8.30 at most for the time that they need to go to bed. So um, engage them in the process so that they can understand the necessity of doing them. So this is for their night time routine and the time that they need to go to bed. But there are some things that they need to do um, before going to bed. So in order to design the nighttime routine with them, Ask them what are the things that they, you need to be prepared for the next day. For example, preparing the school bag for tomorrow. For example, checking the clothes layout together. For example, filling up the water bottles and stuff like that. And uh, just create a nighttime routine for them. Like with the flashcards or anything that you need um, in order to help them understand it. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's designing the nighttime routine but you know I think for you also there should be a nighttime routine because in the mornings even just checking out the progress of them in the morning routine is a very big task for you so if you can help them to do their morning routine it's very I mean um I think um, it's a very good achievement so don't put your tasks in the morning uh, especially for the first few days, do whatever you want to do in the mornings the night before. Like, for example, preparing and, and uh, making ready the lunch boxes or checking the assignments and stuff like that. So create a nighttime routine for yourself too, because in this way, you're going to be 100% sure that, okay, you're, you're handling everything. So this is also very helpful in terms of reducing your stress level. And now... Uh, we're going to the, the fourth uh, structure and system that we need to have, and that is after-school routine. 
The after-school routine is also something that we need to talk about it with our kids together to just have an agreement about uh, what do they need to do, when do they need to do, like for example, when do they want to do their homeworks, when do they want to watch TV, and um, help them plan exactly when do they want to do things around and uh, please um, help them to have a say because in this case they're going to accept the new changes um, in a more I mean um, straightforward way so yeah that was it let's just wrap it up together I told you that this is a very big change I understand it and we need to be prepared for it emotionally physically and systematically Emotionally, for you and your kids, there are some suggestions that I've told you. Physically, I know that a lot of you are prepared, but even more, you can be prepared with the decorations, with the, the thinking about the foods and stuff like that. And systematically, you need to be prepared in terms of meal management system, morning routine, nighttime routine, and after school routine. And um, now, at the end of this very episode, I'm going to tell you about a bonus point. Um, I think... We're going to learn uh, a lot of life skills in the process of, I mean, um, our day-to-day -day lives. I mean, life skills are the things that we need to transfer to our kids um, in real-life opportunities and experiences. And one of the experiences that they should learn from it is just be, be prepared for the school days. So uh, what I suggest all of us to do is to uh, buy a present for them for studying this for starting this new chapter of their life, which is entering the school days. And my suggestion is to buy them a planner, a planner of any kind. Maybe even you can ask them for the uh, I mean favorite planner that they, they would like to have. Because um, it's going to teach them that, okay, they're going to add, uh, they're going to be added some more responsibilities um, for you. You're going to be committed to the school days. You're going to be committed to the assignments that you're going to hand out to your teacher. And so you need to plan your life. Planning is um, one of the life skills that all of us need to, I mean, um, know about them. And so we need to teach it to our kids. So it's a very good uh, gift for them for starting this new chapter of their lives. I hope that this podcast episode would be beneficial for you in any ways. And uh, I really wish all of our kids have a very wonderful and full of growth uh, school year ahead of them. And I wish all of you as moms um, having uh, an enjoyable and memorable days ahead of you and um, I mean feeling great watching your kids grow so thank you all for hanging out with me it was like always very fun talking with you behind my mic and have a very wonderful day ahead of you goodbye for now thanks for listening to the Mamanes podcast if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe. That way, you'll receive fresh episodes every week. Did you know that? Together, we can change the forgotten culture of caring and sharing and prove that we care for each other and ourselves. Just, you need to head over to iTunes, subscribe, and then leave a positive review so that many more women can benefit. The second way is to take a screenshot of this very episode, tag me at Mamanis Official, and go share it in your Instagram stories. 
I truly look forward to connecting with you. So stay tuned.